A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tools Tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Center is such a tough position. It can literally make or break your season. If you start off with the correct mid-ranger, the correct gun, or the correct cheapie that goes on to become close to a gun, even if they average close to that 40 mark, which a few of these guys do, it can actually make your season. If you happen to pick wrong, a lot of the time you end up trading for the entire season. So I really think it's such an important thing to actually study the center position as much as you can. It's not that hard to get the the mid position wrong or the hooker position wrong you know for the most part because there are a few less options and a few more guys that are actually really set in their role and you know consistent each and every week whereas the center position is so up and down so volatile that if you get it right it's going to make your season guys if you didn't check there the uh the the footer there we've got the new banner and you know if you haven't joined the private group yet please do so we just uh, did the first live stream for that group and we're going to be giving away our first lot of prizes next week. There are not too many people in there at the moment, so a great chance that you could almost make your money back that you put into it. So please jump in there as soon as possible. Yes, it's a obviously a tool that's going to be used for the entire season, but it starts now and I'm going to be rewarding those that get in early. So jump in. I appreciate that there. We got prizes. We got merch. We got plenty of exclusive content and you know, the, the, the events that we're going to have there. So get in there and get involved. All right, we sailed top. We got Will Penasini. So, Fearman 548. He was someone that I held for the majority of the year last year. My main issue with him was that I just didn't pick him in my starting team often enough. And, you know, when he did well, I tended to have him on the bench. So, yeah, center's a very interesting one. And, and the question is, do you have any center cover or do you just go with the two guys you got? Because I had cover last year and I was playing a little bit of merry-go-round between the three. So, it seems to be a position if they're if they're doing poorly, you're going to get rid of them anyway, and if they're doing really well, you're going to keep them in that in that position, and you can just trade in and out because most of them are at sort of a, a weird price, that sort of low to mid ranger, or you know a bit above basement price as a cheapie. So, Penasini is one of those guys last year that I popped in at the start of the year and had it all the rest of the way pretty much. So, 38.4 average was solid in the centers. Yeah, you're looking at a guy being a gun in the centers if they can average a little bit over 40. So guys like you and Aiken last year were awesome, but we don't have that option this year of guys that are going to be playing on an edge and scoring well for you in the centers. So with Penasini there, there is some interest on my end. He only had uh, four scores under 20 last year and a, and a bunch of them I, I played him 
unfortunately. A uh, real solid base there. Very durable and a young, improving player in a good team. Are the Eels going to be as good this year as they were last year, losing a couple of you know top-notch players? I'm not exactly sure. He had Isaiah Papali'i on his side last year, and you know, depending who they put in there, it's not going to be someone that is anywhere near as talented as Papali'i. So just having his presence there, I think, has helped Panasini a little bit, but it also meant that Papali'i got a lot more of the ball than I'd say what the new edge player gets. So a couple of things to, to think about with him. Can he get up into the average of 40s and be a guy that you can plug in for the entire year? The Eels do have a pretty tough start is, a, is the uh, the slight issue there for him. He hasn't been a keep yet. He's on that right side, so right side usually isn't as dominant as the left. And uh, you know, if, if you can get it wrong, really, he's probably going to stay at the same price and he's not going to be a keeper. So yeah, a little bit awkward, but not the worst thing ever if you have someone average 38 and a half um, and plays the whole year, to be honest. Isaiah Tass, someone I find very interesting as well. At 531, you get him 17K cheaper than Penasini. He obviously didn't play as many games as Penasini did, but... Good chance he's going to be on that left for the Rabbitohs. And you look at his pros last year, average 37, and it was only one try. He had 25 in base, and I think he looks ready to, to step up in a team that I'm predicting to potentially make the top four. So I think he looks ready uh, and definitely a chance at keeper on the left with a little bit of room to improve considering he only played half the season last year. Glozer picked him up early. He scored really well, and then we picked him up, and he got about 15 and then yeah, another month or so until he came back into the team and then really scored well for the, the back end of the season when the Bunny scored well. So definitely has a little bit upside in the 40s, I'd say, for him. And I have him slightly over Penasini at the moment. Consfim, only the half year, and he's obviously trying to lock down his spot. It's not guaranteed at this point when you have Tane Milne and these types of guys that are looking to to grab that spot there. Katoni Staggs, a very interesting one for him, is, the, is the, the news that we just found out about him actually carrying an injury all year. Uh, to go along with his injury in the previous year. So, yeah, very interesting. I think that he can definitely get back to a lot of the scores that he has had in the past. He was you know, someone that clearly averages in the 40s, but he's very much injured a lot of the time. So that's a, a slight con for, for me and why I find him is pretty risky. Five tries and four assists last year, so nothing crazy. Obviously didn't play the full year, but has plenty of high upside. So when he does score, he can score a couple of tries. He's an absolute wrecking ball. When he does that, he can get a 50, 60, 70 pretty comfortably. So Consfemi is a little bit inconsistent compared to a Tass and Panacea. Average team, and I find him to be fairly risky. Seb Chris from the Raiders. So 523K for him, the average of 36.6. Prosfemi had a couple of scores over 70 last year, so he can go really big, which is great. Uh, Raiders improving is also great. He did average 50 the last six. So is that something that you could see him coming out and doing really well again in a Raiders team that you know started poorly was two out of their first eight games they won and then really improved from there and you know peaked coming into the final series so can he do that again his career average is 36 though so it's a slight worry uh, that he could just hold on that position so he's definitely risky in my in my opinion there and very inconsistent there Justin Olam 497, a bit more of a namesake guy, 34.7 the average. He's outside Munster, which is great. And he can have a month or so with, with streaks, like the, like the bunch of these center players. Team's not as good, unfortunately. Pretty inconsistent. And you want to say team not as good, not as good as previous years. I, I doubt that they're going to be coming first or second in minor premiership, probably like a fifth or sixth. Um, inconsistent. He's never really been a keeper. So I said that namesake that we tend to try and pop in our sides if you're a bit more of a beginner. Uh, but I'd be avoiding Olam at this point. Tell us out, Gola. We have the jewel for him. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is nice. Center in the wing fullback. 479. So it comes in fairly cheap. Average 31.7 last year. You saw him, obviously, last year in a team in Manly, very uncertain, and they lost their last six or seven games. So... Yeah, you know, he played some games at fullback, which was great. You know, he showed that he's very, very talented. So if Manly can play pretty well, I can see him averaging close to that 40, which gives him a decent amount of value there, to be honest with you. Obviously, the, the dual position's great, um, and, and he's a good young player. Just never played with Turbo as well. So, yeah, I think if, if Turbo's fit and firing, he can do really well, but there's some, some worries that, you know, if Turbo's not there, he's just going to be somewhere in this average again. Because um, he actually had some games where he went really well this year and then games where, where he wasn't uh, so much, which made sense in a team that was struggling there. Hey, Tomoko, we got him at 464, the average of 32.5. The pro stream, he averaged 41 the last six. So you saw Seb Chris average 50 and Tomoko did really well as well. So the Raiders had a great last six games um, and their natural improvement is going to be good. So they've got a, a full team this year. Everyone's fit and firing. They really only lost Adam Elliott. And you know the rest of it has stayed intact, and there's a bunch of young guys that have uh, that are going to come up and improve a lot more, which you've seen with a lot of these outside backs. They're just so strong as a team, so very interesting. Cons are low tackles for him. You know, in the early teens is not great, and a career 35 average. So yeah, can he get up into that 40s? I'm not exactly sure. Aaron Shop. So he moves to the Titans, and he's a, a 435k center there at 30.4 average. So he's a nice, strong player. I think he has a plenty of talent. That's probably the only pros I see for him moving to the Titans. At the Dogs, you know, very similar teams. To be fair, you know, no improvement. Dogs to Titans, I don't see. Dogs probably improving this year, so he would have done great in that left center role if he was to get it at the the Dogs this year. And over his two seasons, he's averaged 31. So if someone like him, unless he shows tremendous improvement. Titans outside backs have had a habit of doing okay. Um, you know, Brian Kelly's of the world, Greg Barzu, these types of players who have gotten up into the 500, you know, 500 to 50K kind of range um, have all done a good job. But yeah, I just don't see the uh, upside with him at the moment. But keep an eye on him through the year. Nick Kotrick, he is the jewel as well. 413K, 28.9 the average. We're looking at him having... Uh, obviously the dual position, but 238 season averages when he was with the Raiders previously. Um, you know, the Raiders are a better team, as I've said. There's plenty of outside backs in this list um, from that team. So if they go absolutely nuts, you can see a couple of these guys averaging 35, 40 for sure. But last year, you saw seven out of the 19 games. He got 20 or less, and he's never been a keeper. He had one year there where he was a great cash cow, and that's why everyone loved him. But since then, he's been too much of an awkward price. You know, obviously being a tackle-busting type of guy. He loses that, obviously, one point last year per tackle break, which which killed him a bit. 
Uh, you can definitely have a bounce back and get somewhere near that 38, but I'd probably like to see it first, to be honest with you. Paying 413 was an awkward price. You want some kind of certainty that they're going to make a bit of cash, and we don't know if Kotrigan could destroy your season a little bit if he has a bunch of games under 20 to kick it off and actually loses money. Stafford Tour. So plenty of talk on the outside backs in the Tigers. We've got Tommy Talao is, is obviously an interesting one. You've got Toa and Kapoa there who are all solid players, to be honest with you, and they were in pretty poor teams last year. So the both of them, if just naturally, if they're getting some game time, you'd imagine that there's a possibility that they're going to both uh, improve naturally which is going to be good. I'm not sure if I did the averages wrong here, if I copy and pasted, but well, uh, let me know. Someone will let me know in the comments. That was funny the other day. At, um, yeah, I got a, a slight issue. I think Andrew Davey, I still said he was at Manly, where he's at the Dogs now, and I had like five people tell me. It's okay. All good. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, Toa, so yeah, very versatile. He played three positions, and yeah, he played some fullback as well. Improving team, came over from the Knights last year. Uh, with him, the constant role isn't really set. Had a pretty bad average, and you know his best scores are at uh, at fullback. So, yeah, slight issue for him is that he won't be getting fullback. And is he a keeper? Can he be a keeper? I don't see it. Kapoa, very similar thing. Low attacking numbers uh, for him, unfortunately. So he's in a better team, which could improve those attacking numbers, which is good. Um, but the jewel, and he's young, has a high missed tackle rate, so that needs to improve for him to be anywhere near keeper level. And to finish it off, we got Jackson Bolo there with. The Roosters, so he gets a he got a dual position, which is great. Three ninety five, he's the cheapest of the lot. I just definitely see some interest in him. There's a great chance he's going to be at uh, getting that wings position in a strong Roosters side. So anytime you have that, there's definitely some opportunity for improvement and potentially getting somewhere in the mid thirties. I can't see him being a forty type of type of keeper in the centre or the fullback position, but can he make you some cash? I definitely. I definitely think there's a there's an opportunity for that there. Um, but the pros for him, obviously, a 33.4 center average. If he does happen to play center at some point, if there's an injury and he moves to centers. Um, but the, the main issue is that he's probably going to be on the wing there. Uh, the, the the two tries and two assists is obviously really low last year. And he's cheap. And cons for him never been super relevant. The 12 tackles and two and a half misses just isn't enough. That's in that center position that I we had him potentially pegged for. Um, if there was injuries or something, he's more of a center than he is a winger, but we'll have to see how that, uh, how that pans out for him. But um, what we have here is actually my top five. So we have Tass is number one for me. I see him as having a probably the best season out of the, the top guys here. Him and Panasini, I can see averaging a, little, a tad over 40 this year. Panasini, I'm a little bit more worried about being on the right. Same as Stags and just how much the, the Broncos and the Eels go to them. That was their main issue is their run meters were really low compared to guys like Tass who who uh, get plenty of ball. So I think Tass number one, Penasini number two, Stags number three, all very similar and can average over 40. And then you've got uh, Bolo there, who I think can have probably seven to eight points of value if he can get a bunch of tries on that right edge. And then Teletau Kola there, I think has an opportunity to improve. If Manly really uh, step up and improve as a team this year, I can see Kola doing really well and getting somewhere close to that 37 to 40 average where currently he's uh, he's priced at that 32. So definitely some upside on that one and a little bit upside on all of them, but overall not a heap in this position. We're going to be looking hopefully to some more cheapies unless you, you're happy to lock in one of these guys or lock in a Val Holmes or something like that in the center guns. But uh, thanks for being here, guys. As I said, jump into that private group. There's very low numbers here at the moment. I'm sure it'll pick up, but 
yeah, get in now so you can get around the live Q&As and also the prizes are going to be on offer. So thanks again, guys. See you later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.